think there should be a. I think there should be. There was going to be. I was going to do a song. I mean, no, I'm just start. I've just started recording. So if you want to start singing, you go for it. Well, I mean, let's do a marker first of all, Matthew, because that's what the best true. people do. Well, I'm. Prof- I normally do the marker. I'm a professional. That's this way. So I'll take your lead. Go for right, it. Okay. We do it. Clapping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We do one, two, three, and then clap because that's just how that's how all the good people do it. So how many times? How many times do you one, two, three clap once or numerous times? I just do it once because you know only. Why would you do it more than once? You only do one take. You, I don't do second takes. Uh, yeah, I do, I do three times. I do three, three claps. Wow, I suppose right, we could. No, let's do one. Let's just do. You're the you expert. Know, we just do like okay. You're an epic. You're on episode uh, 200 and something. I'm on episode about 40. So you're the expert, mate. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, I see you're considerably better well-known than we are. Well, you know. It's 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 uh, it's shameless it's shameless self-promotion that does that. Well, shameless self-promotion is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with shameless self-promotion, you know. Uh, let's face I'm it, against the... it, but... <laughs> I, I love it. Anyway, shall we do a marker? Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, so one, <laughs> two, three, clap. One, did you do, two, did you do, did you three, count to four? clap. <laughs> one, two, three, clap. We're That'll done. Do. That's a, I just that's <laughs> I just that's all over the shop. I like to try and catch people out. I kind of do a one, two, three, clap. <laughs> I did. I did that way. I did that in the previous one before. I went like that. I went one. Two, two and a half, <laughs> two three quarters, five. Because the only the only person it works it's extra work for is us because we're the ones that edit <laughs> these know, shows. I know. I think the best thing I ever did was when I had the guys from the Staying In podcast on, and they at the mm. beginning were going, um, "Richard, should we do a marker?" We said, "No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." Thirty. <laughs> 35 minutes in, I'm actually taken to punching myself in the face because I realise I didn't do a marker. And of course, yeah. nobody starts recording at the same time. Nobody stops recording at the same time. So I'm trying to put everything in together and it just it was just an actual... It took a long ha- time. I've had some nightmare editing experiences. Once where um, once we, were, I, we finished recording a show and... My computer, for some reason, had not done any recording, even wow. though we like I pressed stop and it was gone. So I had to re-record the entire. We kept, we did the show, we kept it. So mm. I had to re-record the whole my part of the whole show, but I had to do it listening to uh, like the bleed from someone else's audio track, and really? then re- then I had to recreate the whole show by like trying to act it out. <laughs> I did that as well. It's um, a nightmare. I did it with um, Henry um, from mm-hmm. Grubbling, uh, Grubbling Games. I My computer was running low in space. And mm. um, I went, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and delete some of these Audacity project files because they're, like, massive. I mean, they can be, like... Yeah, I just know, deleted 60 gigabytes of uh, logic files off I, my computer. Exactly, exactly. So I went in and I went, ding, 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 ding. I was doing it alphabetically or whatever. And then I realised I deleted his project file. Um, I had his audio, didn't have mine. So I had to go back in and um, basically do what you did, which was... But I didn't have a bleed track because his track was so clean. So you so had to clean. 
You had to pretend. I actually had to, to work it out all my little peccadillos and nuances and stuff. And luckily, it's not the same, is it? <laughs> I'm I'm a quite boring man, so I just say the same thing again and again and again. In fact, probably you could take the track from previous <laughs> episode. episodes. Yeah, <laughs> just put it in. Nobody would notice this latest thing. So we're gonna make it different. Let's start. Let's have a break for silence and let's go because it's twenty five past and we've done fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, me, me, me. I'm focused. Focus, God's sake. Hey, Jude, don't be so sad. Take a board game and ask some questions. Remember to let it into your heart so you can start to score them better. There you go. I'm not going to interrupt. I wanted to see how long you'd go with that. <laughs> I Hello, can't go nice. any further. Hello, Matthew. I've got joined by Hello. Matthew Jude. Matthew Jude is famous for a couple of things. He's famous for being um, <laughs> the third I think arm you're using the... the word famous incorrectly, but carry on. The third, just don't interrupt the flow. He's famous for being <laughs> the, the third regular member of the Sporadically Bored podcast with, That's um, That's me. with, with Dan Hughes and Mike Delisio. And uh, <laughs> we did a whole thing earlier. We were just doing impressions of Dan, and we're not going to yeah. continue. But the other thing is, um, of course, everybody that probably knows, he's going to go, Why is he speaking to this stupid Scotsman? We prefer when he's asking <laughs> questions and getting people's knowledge, you know, and he's he's talking about this game is broken. But he is, you're, you're kind of like, you're the man with the plan, you're the man with the questions, you're the man in charge of. Herding these people towards the knowledge that the that is known as this game is broken. Am I correct or not? Yes, I'm the point man for this <laughs> mate, game is broken. And by that I mean the person who is in charge of the email address. But yes, that's me. <laughs> You're like the Sue Barker. I am. I'm the Sue Barker of uh, this game is broken. <laughs> Which is good fun. Um, I'm incredibly excited to get you on. I can obviously we missed each other the last time I was on sporadically bored, but you seem to have yes. become like a regular guest. I don't know how that's yeah, happened. I, if you just kind of turned up, I think that every time Dan is like without a guest, he's just messaged me about twenty minutes before and said, "Do you fancy coming doing a podcast?" I'm like, "For you, Dan, yes." We have I'm, to see. I'm yeah. I'm no quitter. <laughs> I'm no quitter. <laughs> Do you bring that up every time? He brings that up every time. I think, actually, if we're going to be saying anything that Dan Hughes says at all, we have to say it in Dan Hughes's voice. That's what we have to say. We're quite excited about you being here tonight, Matthew. (laughs) Well, I've 3D printed my bathroom toilet, something about a disco toilet, 3D printing. (laughs) I don't know, I'm excited about dying, maybe. Um... (laughs) I'm angry, actually, because if he listens to this, he's he's going to get a great sense of joy knowing that we're talking about him. Oh, he's lovely. I had such a good he time. I've, I, I had just such spent, a good time. So, yeah, I just spent the weekend actually with him and Ben Maddox from uh, Five Games to Doomsday. Up at we went to the Yorkshire Moors and uh, played some board games for a week weekend. It was excellent. Brilliant. I also pen. play board games every now and again. Oh, do you? I, only uh, not as much as I have to deal with them in every other capacity but I do enjoy actually playing them when I get chances great instead of like sitting there writing ingenious questions about them all the time I mean it must be like it's kind of like this is my job now this is my job job do you know what I have written I'm instantly realizing is that we have not even approached 
doing the proper kind of hello to everybody who's out there. <laughs> and, you know, at all. We've just kind of dived Sodom. straight in there. It's Sodom, just, that's it's all, what I it's all over. It's all over the place. It's all <laughs> over the place, Matthew. It's it's an actual disaster. We need to go to the question. Where's my? I've dropped my 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 kind of my cards that keep me on track. Where have they gone? It doesn't matter. You've got show notes. <coughs> no. That's exciting. No, there's no, there's <laughs> no need silly. to show. Got, I bet you've got tons of show notes. I do. We do show notes. We oh. have homework for his shows. Wow. No one does it, and I. Every episode, I have to shout at least once. Did you not read the show notes? <laughs> oh my word! It's fine though. It's fine. I I love having. I love the power. So that's where I get off. If I'm more than anything, so that's fine. It's good. You know, the chaos. <laughs> do you know what I like to do when we're not wizards? Go on. Apart from not being wizards, is we do like to find it. We do, we. Do, we do like it's the easiest thing in the world to be as well. It's kind of like you just get up in the morning, and you go, "Well, no magic today." <laughs> still, you know, still, still not a wizard. <laughs> still not a wizard. You know, I mean, go make a cup of tea and say, "Oh, if only I could." You know, if caffeine ramus and you know fill my cup, and it's like, ah, oh, it doesn't doesn't work, does it? Thank, thank God. Work. You know, you can just sit here and it's be non magical. It's it's the lazy. You, it's so the laziest. It. It's the laziest way to get on with my You're, life. You're an expert at being completely non-magical, which is fantastic. Really. And just just non-interesting and everything. I didn't want because I didn't want to call the podcast. We're not interesting. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this new ironic podcast? <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine that? I'd remember we are many things, but we're not interesting. <laughs> it's like if you got to the end, you'd probably like. You know, if you get to the end and you get to the end of me, you get to the secret code word, email it to us and we'll send you something. <laughs> Thanks for getting to the end of we're not interesting at all. I, I, anyway. listen to a, I actually listen to a podcast like that called Sleep With Me. It's a podcast that helps <laughs> put you to sleep. Have you heard of Sleep With Me? I, I don't know if I... I just... Okay. I always worry about these things is that you get these people at the beginning, it's like the ASMR people. Yeah, and I'm into it. I'm, I'm deep, I'm deep <clears throat> into ASMR, deep into it at this point. I Tell see what you're saying. It. What you're going to say it. is that you want to you, you want to be careful, right? Because you don't want to fall asleep and then then just keep on saying kill everyone, kill everyone. <laughs> and, you, know, you don't. <laughs> it just it wouldn't be because if I did it, I'd do this. I'd be like that, and I'd go, "No, you're resting, and you're gentle, and the soft, warm pillow of sleep is resting around your head." But for tomorrow. But for tomorrow, you. <laughs> I was going to say, but for tomorrow, you're going to think one of your legs is shorter <laughs> than the other. <laughs> you just see all these rich. people go around in just circles. <laughs> they try to get to the bus and they can't. They can't get out of the I driveway. They can't get <laughs> Just There's just a, a, a wave of people just in a heap on the floor at the bottom of their stairs. They didn't oh my it. word, that's such a tragedy. That's so terrible. That's it. I just, yeah, well, Sleep With Me, right? It's a podcast where he, he kind of says in his uh, dulcy, creak it, creaking tones, uh, uh, like this, he talks like this all the time. It's, 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 but he just, he tells a story that is just interesting enough for you to listen to it, but not interesting enough for you to care about what he's saying. Yeah. And honestly, it's a great skill, but uh, it, I can't sleep without something. I think I get addicted to these things that help me sleep, but it's better than, you know, 
pain medicine, I suppose. <laughs> it's, better, it's better than doing a shame cry. I've had some great dreams. It's <laughs> amazing. I don't know. I'd all, as I say, I'd always be aware that like for, I would, but I would do that. I'd know I'd end up. You know what I mean? It's like he tomorrow. reassures people that that doesn't. He doesn't do that. He 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 does. He has on occasion reassured people. He says, "I've got no ulterior motive. I'm not going to tell you to do anything when you're you know suggest mm. anything to you." But how do you but know? Yeah. Because you try and listen just to check. But you can't because you're asleep. I wonder how exactly. anyone edits that show. Maybe it's he like, edits it. I don't know. Maybe he just does the same show again and again and again. Halfway Maybe through, it's like, I, it's, you know. yeah, he only records the first half of all say. these shows. The second <laughs> half is just the same thing over and over and over again. It is. It's like a Little Britain when you used to get Matt Lucas pretending to be Barbara Cartland. <laughs> and Jerry then grabbed the Bible and he took Gladys in his arms and he said, let me read this to you. And he opened the first page. In the beginning, there was darkness. <laughs> and he turns, turns around the transcriber, she's like tapping away. And he goes, there you go, just keep going. It's like, okay, that's what You know, maybe he does that just every time. He's sitting there, sitting there just watching the $50,000 a month he's getting on Patreon just rack up. I mean, I think he does. I think he does make a fair whack on Patreon. I think he's got about. I mean, I worked out. I I I was looking at his Patreon. I was like, if everyone is just donating a dollar, he's on. You know, four thousand dollars a month for this show, which is insane, right? And they're not just donating a dollar. But anyway, it's good. Good for good for him. Oh, good good for him. Glad I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put a man down who's getting paid for his hobbies. He's probably. You realize how he's gonna go. You don't need that five dollars. Don't need it. You're a winner. Winners don't need five bucks. Winners need to give five bucks to me. I say. I mean, he could do all those adverts like at the end of the show when everyone's very suggestible. That's well, I would do. I wouldn't be. I. You can't trust me to do anything like this. I would I'd be, be terrible. I. <laughs> you know that thing where people you know, responsibility and all that kind of stuff. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. I would take the power and leave the responsibility. I'd be a bad guy. And I would be a bad guy. Instantly, instantly be a bad I guy. I would be no a bad guy. It. If I was a Spider-Man, I'd just be webbing people as they went past, <laughs> just for fun. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just know that, you know, I just know I'd be a baddie. I just, I just oh, I, how could you not? Just get whatever you want. And don't. It's easy. Just do exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Superman. Wow. I'd rather do just, know, just. I, do you know, I mean, yeah, I'd help out if it, you know, if I was bored. But I mean, I know. Are you, are you, you being a goodies massively overrated anyway? I think, but then he, I think you kind of feel obliged to. But then there'd be nothing wrong with being a bit bad. You could be a bit bad and a bit good. You could have two masks. You could have another mask in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could huh, do no one's, no one's ever seen Spider Man and Evil Spider Man at the same time in the same place. <laughs> exactly. Oh look, there's Evil. There's Evil Spider Man. Hide your handbags. I'll take that. <laughs> And you could have an evil Spider-Man mask, but you've got like a moustache on the top of it <laughs> that you could stand there and twiddle. I think that's good. I think that's a series of comics that needs. To that's the Spider-Verse. That's what. That's probably in the new film. Oh yes, that's the Spider-Verse. That's what that's about. Which I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to. You know, totally. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be great. I'm kind of excited because it's one of these things. Is my son, who is old enough to take along to movies of these this ilk. So we went along and we seen the Lego Batman movie, which I 
had an absolute hoot. I thought it was really, really funny. And it hit, I've hit heard it's very good. It's it's the, one of the best Batman films that there is. In all I can believe that. It is just the way. It just. It's just it's got a musical number at the beginning. It's just amazing, and you're just like, yeah, this is Batman. But it also captures the complete, um, <clears throat> the complete um, kind of the aloneness of his life, of the fact he's a millionaire going about his place, and he has just the same dinner every night, and he always <laughs> he's always got his bat mask on because it's like, why would you bother? Why would you bother? To, well, let's face it, you know, if you go to work on occasions, you come back and you go. You either do t- you do a couple of things. You kind of keep your work clothes on, or you get changed, uh-huh. or you don't bother getting your work clothes on, and you just like kind of sit there, and then you have a wee nap, and then you say, oh, "I better get my dinner," and that's what he does. He's just sitting about with his mask on, going, "I'm Batman," which is always, which is always kind of good fun. Um, one of the things that we like to do is we like to talk about board games that we're not wizards, but <laughs> I don't think we'll bother. To be honest. Um, I, I was you... sporadically bored there for a second. <laughs> Do you like that? Sporadically. What? Not bo- B-O-R-E-D. We could do. It was a little bit. I mean, see, since I've been on there, it's kind yeah. of made me think that maybe there's more to life than board games, that we can talk about other things, Matthew. I don't know. That's terrifying, though, isn't it? It is kind of terrifying. It's kind of like <laughs> the, safety, the safety of cardboard. You know. Well, the thing is, right, with Theresa May and having such a... No, no, let's not, let's not go. Oh, my word. Worker placement means worker placement. <laughs> um, I think the most interesting... I put that worker there to do a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I say you have voted. No confidence in me. And you're definitely all thinking that I am the werewolf. <laughs> you I blinked, mean... didn't you? I don't know. Can you mix? I don't want to mix board games and politics. It takes me down a dark, deep place that I play it board takes... games to get away from it. You know that's what I mean? exactly. Do you know what? That's uh, that is something. I that's something I I tend to feel, and I appreciate when some people say that I'm lucky to be able to do that to separate board games and politics, right? But uh, this is my board games is my escapist hobby. Yes. So I don't. Do you know what? Sometimes I don't feel. I don't feel guilty for trying to separate board games and politics. I really don't. I mean, I. I mean, there's certain topics which, which you, you know, which you want to, uh, where you can't separate politics because it's a social. It's a social science, as it were. But uh, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, do you know what? I, I'm not ignoring. Pol- I'm not trying to dis- disassociate politics with board games. I'm ignoring the entire of the outside world because at the moment I'm making some wine. That's what I'm doing. I don't care. I'm here to just have a nice time. I'm chilling out. I'm chilling out. Do you know what I mean? I'm self care is important. Self care is important. One of my one of my good friends said quite recently on their own podcast that fight the good fight, but remember sometimes take yourself away from it and give yourself some you time and try not to think about everything else that's going on because otherwise, if you did that all the time. You end up kind of it just becomes too much. You need to you need to switch off. You need to be able to take a break. You need to worry about yourself for a little bit. You well, know, I think about like... yeah, I think about this with people who do pol- political podcasts and that oh. kind of stuff. And I just think, wow, you can't ever switch the world off because that's the that's the forum of the information that you're getting right. And I just think that would be. 
Ah, oh, the burnout on. I mean, you've you've never got you never stuck with stuff to talk about, but the burnout rate must be huge for people doing like satire and that kind of stuff. It's it's just absolutely massive. Is there satire though? I mean, does satire still exist? I mean, I was thinking with the current things that are going on, is there anywhere for satire people to kind of go with stuff? I mean, I was I... watching. Yeah, I go watched on. the the first episode. Sorry, of in the thick of it. Oh, and that's the one where he goes, you know, he goes in and he says, you know, the Prime Minister loves you, he thinks you're brilliant, but you've got to go. And I I'm was just thinking, I'm just thinking, this is now a documentary. This is not well, some kind he's... of clever, half-witted kind of satire. It's, you know, it's just, this is real life. You say this, and not everyone's going to get this reference, and I don't know if you've watched all of the thick of it, but I spent a lot of yesterday shouting, are you up for the chop, Mrs May? <laughs> and it was, and I just imagine, because it's, I mean, it's it's beyond that is beyond satire now. The thick of it is that is exactly what's happened. There's that episode yeah. of the thick of it, right, where they spend the whole episode uh, going for a leadership thing, and there's like everyone's running. It's uh, it's uh, the two there's two sides are broken up into two sides, and there's two yeah. camps, and everyone's stabbing each other in the back, and then at the end of it, nothing happens, right? That is what happened yesterday. I know. I mean. Word for word, almost what happened yesterday. Other than the the party involved was the different party that because we all know that the Labour Labour and Tory are in the thick of it. But they never mention it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and it's that's exactly what happened yesterday. So it's it's reality. But I I do think I think satire is still a, a very valid form of entertainment. I believe in satire. I really do. I wonder though if people are now struggling to actually write it because they must wake up in the morning and go, oh, he's not done this now, or oh, they've not done that now. And you can scrunching up paper or pressing control, you know, control A, then delete and deleting the entire kind of. I just see a lot of. uh, I do. I do do follow this kind of stuff because comedy writing was one of the things I really, really wanted to do in life, and then failed. So I thought, Mm -hmm. you know what, just do board games. Uh, But uh, (laughs) they'll take anyone. But I thought. uh, I do think satire's got real. Got lazy. You know, and I think it's. I just think there's a a, a mass. There's the uh, people aren't willing to take uh, take uh, the 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 Mickey. I believe would be the nice way to say it. Out of their own uh, side, ideologically and stuff. And it's just like you have everything's. Fr- if it's a free for all, you ca- you've got to be able to take the piss out yourself as well. I feel. I don't know. I feel like people need to just. It was it's, a it's- fair game. It was a fair. Okay, hark your mind back to spitting image. I don't remember exactly what I was just thinking of. No, I was just exactly what I was just thinking of. It was never. It was kind of. um, They never kind of just picked on one side. Yeah, it was always just you know they never ever ever picked on one side. They had you know, you know, they had Thatcher coming because this is the days. This was the days of Thatcher and Reagan and Gorbachev, and you had kind of Norman Tebbit going around in a (laughs) leather jacket. I'm going to threaten you, sir. You know, I mean, it's like a gangster. Exactly. But, no, but now you get the last leg and it just seems to be going for the same side, which I understand because... Ugh, well, you know, well, look at them. Is it the same... mash... Is it, is it the, yeah, is it the mash report? Is that what it's called? That show, yeah, there's that as well. Nish, yeah. It's, uh, it's so one-sided that it's just... I don't know. I just feel like, oh, if you, take, if you say something negative about... Uh, Someone who on the opposing side that gets a laugh, and it's like we didn't know no thoughts going. Into, I don't know. I mean, I I'm a I'm a liberal 
person, but I, mm. I, I don't def- certainly don't agree with everything on the liberal. I didn't realize we get. I didn't mean to get this into politics. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. But you know, it's just it's just one of those things. And I just think I think the only people that do it at the moment quite well. I think I'm still. Uh, I'm sorry. I haven't. I cl- know. Uh, um, have I got news for you? Know, oh yeah. They still seem to have a kind of a do both sides, which is but which it's, is yeah. But they, but that, I think they kind of balance up with the presenters. And yeah. they present it because with the panel guests, so you've not always got that kind of that kind of kind of thing, you know. Mm. Is it with you? Because I'm in the good situation, right? We're having a conversation about anything at all. Yeah, That's, yeah. So about forty five minutes ago, I was having a conversation with somebody else, and that was a completely different topic. We're talking about um, retail and Amazon and. Um, selling your games into depart, you know, into bookshops and stuff like that. It's a completely different topic. Whereas you've got to follow a format. Is it? I mean, with this game is broken. Yeah. When you took up the reins, we'll talk a little bit about it. We don't have to talk about it all the time because I'm sure it's <laughs> I'm like just, one of these. I'm things. just glad like, you changed the topic. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like Sandy Shaw walking on to Good Morning Britain. And saying, if you talk about Puppet on a string, I'm going to walk. That's a famous, <laughs> that's a famous thing that happened to Sandy Sean. Good morning, Brett, with Mike Morris. And she looked up. She looked over her cold, dead eyes, and she says, "Mike, if you play that clip of Puppet on a string, I'm and me at the Eurovision Song Contest, I'm off. I'm walking." And Mike looked at her with his puppy dog, slightly silly eyes, and went. And went Cut to the video. <laughs> like, like a puppet artist. <laughs> what a Sandy song, though. Sandy Shaw just throws down various objects and then just walks. You should just walked, you know. Um, <clears throat> but what I'm saying to you is in terms of... You, you knew how the show was going. You knew how it was all formatting. I mean, is was it kind of taking on a behemoth was it quite intimidating at the time because there was there was buzz and there still is an immense amount of buzz about the show because I haven't heard of anybody else that stepped up and said let's do a little bit of comedy around the board game scene or let's do you know I I hear a lot of stuff that I do which is interview people you know Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people just having general kind of news chat this game is broken is still something that's kind of out there and is still very, very much loved and, you know, still gets, you know, a lot of attention and people are still talking about it and you still seem to be getting your regular kind of different guests and stuff like that on. When you knew you were going to be stepping up to the plate, were you kind of a little bit, this is squeaky bump time kind of thing? Well, we, uh, everyone kind of like pitched in and helped out and stuff and doing stuff and we kind of have a rotating host format now uh, largely because, uh, it's just you know, so so it's not always the same host and stuff. But I, um, I, don't, I mean, I uh, do most of the stuff for this game is broken. I mean, I don't think anyone would be upset in me saying that because I do, and you know, I, I do like all pretty much all our YouTube content at the moment. I'm doing although Dave uh, is doing some YouTube content for us mm-hmm. now as well and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it, I kind of. Me and Dan would work on it together a lot. Dan was doing a lot of the stuff, but we would talk a lot to each other and stuff. We we, mm. we were working together on stuff, and that's and because I do all the editing and stuff. I mean, even when 
Dan was running the show, I was still probably doing more hours on the show, which mm-hmm. is fine. Which is fine, and, and Dan, will, Dan will tell you that just as just as much as I will, mm-hmm. um, I think. And uh, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I'm, just I was just see him in the corner. Going, he did bugger all. He I'm did bugger all. Three D printer weapon. Three D print himself a Matthew Jude so he can appear at the next show. <laughs> just a. Just a thrash in the corner. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, but no, no just ex- uh, we, we, the the biggest worry was that we weren't going to be able to keep the show going. Uh, I mean, we we kept stuff. We we, I mean, I can all like passwords and that kind of stuff. I we, I got an email and everything. So because we got like a PayPal account, all this kind of stuff. So that was great. And Dan did a good job of handing over the reins quite well in that regard and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we still we still were down a cast member. You know, and stuff like that. But we we managed to kind of rally our rally ourselves. I think quite quite quickly. We didn't miss a show, which was the most important thing for us. Yeah. So uh, that we just kind of like plodded along and stuff. But you know, the the actual making of the actual podcast and the recording of it and stuff that is the that's the easiest bit of the whole thing. I think that's the, yeah. that's the fun bit. You know. So in in that regard, everything kind of just kept on going, and which is good. And this doesn't mean that you know. It does say that no one's irre- no one's uh, irreplaceable. Is that the way? Is that the way you say that phrase? No one. Yeah. Everyone's re- everyone's yeah. replaceable everyone's in this, in a, in, a, in a large in a large sense and stuff. Because and when it's a team effort, you know. So that's good. I mean, I'm just happy that we're still doing it and stuff, and it seems to be growing. Because I've just started doing YouTube stuff, and our YouTube channel yeah. has been growing, like it's grown by about a thousand subs in the last month, maybe. So that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's not going to keep on like that, but if we kept on, if you kept on for the next 150 years like that, we'd have uh, no. But uh, <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have one pound fifty. Um. <laughs> it's, it's good. I mean, it's we're we're, we're ha- I'm happy with the way it's going. It's uh, I'm just trying to get over at the moment. You know, I'm really trying to just get over. Uh, I'm trying to get like a month ahead on everything. But yeah. for, for Christmas, we're doing we've done two bonus shows. Yeah, which is two bonus shows. Is on top of everything else, it doesn't sound like it's a lot of work, but it's such a lot of work because <laughs> it takes me eight, seven or eight hours to edit a show, you know. And it's it's just it's just no. I put an up I put an update recently just to say, you know, here's you know we've got I, I interviewed Patrick Leader from Leader Games, yeah, mm-hmm. lovely guy, really funny, love love his games that he makes. And what about the rumors? There's they're kind of true, <laughs> but. Anyway, but um, but um, yeah, maybe. But then I says, you know, to put this together, it took like four hours, and there was no major editing or anything like that. But it takes, you know, I've got to get the tracks. I've got to download the tracks first. It's... You know, if you give me the tracks, and if it's, a, you know, it takes like you know ten fifteen minutes. That's ten fifteen minutes to download the tracks. I've then got to spend five ten minutes kind of lining them up. I've then got to like sort the sound files in the first place. I've got to you know normalize them and. Take uh-huh. away all the background noise and then compress them and everything like that. And it's just like, and then I've got to listen to the whole thing, and then I've got to kind of maybe listen to it again because check for the markers that I've put in, and then I've got to make sure that it all kind of flows and maybe potentially take out a couple of arms and as it's four hours. There you go. I was talking to a lot of stuff. You know? Yeah, I was talking to someone recently. Uh, there's a there's a uh, Facebook uh, there's a Facebook group called board game reviewers and stuff like yeah. that right and i think that's the full title board game reviews and stuff like that and uh <laughs> someone was asking about <laughs> it's 
it's very it's much like this show uh it was uh someone was asking about podcasts and stuff about zencaster which is a sort of way that people record podcasts sometimes don't yeah, use it it's yeah. garbage but the there you go it is this is the best way to do it like recording locally record locally people and um yeah they're asking about oh i never thought about record getting someone else to edit it and stuff and because i I edit a couple podcasts on the side right as a source of income for myself right and yeah i uh i said and they said how much does it cost to get your your podcast uh edited and i said even at minimum wage it's normally more than anyone's willing to pay yes to have the work done and i said because if your show's an hour long it's going to take the very minimum it's going to take me to edit it is two hours yes because i have to listen to the show twice yes so and then if i have to do any actual work on the show it's going to take longer and you are right it's stuff like downloading files and uploading files and oh, it's, it sounds like all oh, that doesn't sound like, but it's an extra hour on top of everything you know because i yeah. I, 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 edit, I i edit a sporadic i'm not i don't edit sporadically board i i edit board games insider right all right okay. and uh which is stephen bonacore's and ignacy chevichek's uh podcast yeah and yeah. i i've been edit, I, I edit that now and i do that very much uh at a mate's rate kind of rate but and their podcast is like 45 minutes long, but it still takes three hours to do, you know, three or four hours because I'm I, you're being paid to make people sound good. Right. So you don't want to, you and you want to do a good job because. But, you know, and it's just one of those things in it. I just uh, basically you want to do a professional job, but it's weird, isn't it? Podcast editing. It takes a lot more time than you think it's going to take. And when I do this game is broken, there's uh, five audio tracks and I cut up. I've, I've been averaging it out. I've been checking when I've been going back. And I I average it out at one like about one thousand two hundred edits because I see how many different audio wow. bits I have at the end and move it all around yeah, and stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's a massive job. I and I um I'm not even if you don't like the content, right? I'm really good at the actual editing bit because I did it at uni, right? That's the con- I did music at uni. So yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm proficient at it. So someone who's not as and I've done so much of it that I'm quick and I don't I don't turn my brain off while I do it. But if you don't know, it's like when I started doing video, every little tiny thing was taking me an, an hour because I have to kept I had to keep on going onto YouTube to work out where that button was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. So, it's, it's, but it's, it's it's just intimidating as well, and it's also the case of. Um, ruining some I mean we're talking about over editing as well and I've heard over editing on podcasts and mm-hmm. there's a certain kind of ebb and flow I'm not a person who's going to necessarily take out somebody's ums and ahs every time they do it unless it's like obvious that they're maybe struggling for to get to the to, to get to formulate the point you know they're sitting there going well mm-hmm. uh, and I'll maybe clip it a little bit but I'm not in the type of person I'm going to take it every single time they kind of draw a breath and stuff like that because I think it kind of ruins it kind of ruins the flow of the ruins the flow of the kind of the situation it destroys authenticity I think sometimes yeah I have edited other people's podcasts and it took me longer to edit their podcast because I'm conscious I didn't want them sounding silly <laughs> Well, that's do you know it. what I mean? You, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, because I do like Board Games Insider, and mm. there's two different. The two problems with that is, firstly, is Stephen Bonacore talks so fast sometimes that he that he stutters over his words, mm. uh, because he talks really. He, he's a very energetic person, and mm. Ignacy English isn't his first language, so sometimes he will kind of like 
takes him a second to go to fall into the word. I mean, he's perfectly fluent in English, but sometimes when you're thinking on the spot, you know, like like Dave, loser, speaks completely fluent English, uh, but he is translating in his head all the time. So I mean, yeah, I, would, yeah. I mean, even if I've been studying a language for 100 years, I'll never be able to record a podcast of foreign language. But no. and you want to just, but you want to make people. The whole point is you want to make people sound good, right? And I was editing another podcast for someone, and I did. And because I didn't know what they want, they didn't give me any real brief. I just did it really crisp. I did it so every um was gone, every uh, and you can, you know, and I tried to make it as clean as possible. And he, I, I, I sent it back to him and he said, I don't like this. It sounds too clean. It, it doesn't sound like a real conversation anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I did it again. <laughs> and you can't it's once you've just dissected something into a thousand pieces it's very hard to put it so i had to start from scratch again and i did the whole show again for them and it took about a fifth of the time and i only did a fifth of the work and he got back and went oh yeah this is much better i was like well okay okay Okay. (laughs) thanks for that i can do less work that's no problem that's no problem exactly i'll you know obviously i'll do i can do i can do do the, I'll, I'll just charge you the same as I did last time though, because <laughs> you can understand you can understand it takes you know it is back to like not being a wizard again you know it's, sometimes it's just as it's just as easy to do kind of nothing nothing I kind of at all I'm in terms of when he said it was overdone anyway go on sorry carry on <laughs> no I was gonna say in terms of you beginning having to think about games and having to think about you know getting involved in the question side of things and mm-hmm. surrounding yourself in the kind of the industry. Um, and obviously now you're at the point you're kind of building brand because you're talking kind of like YouTube and, mm-hmm. you know, there's that continual kind of thing. Do you, do you still everyone? get the chance? No, yes. <laughs> I mean, is there a lot of hate? I mean, for instance, do you look at anything that, you know, certain people kind of put out there on Twitter and you're just like, oh my word, if, if you know, if you're, Twitter was an actual bird, I'd shoot it. But no, what, what I'm saying is, do you still get, are you still enjoying the hobby as much? Now that it's almost becoming kind of like, this is almost something like this, is, this is a partial thing, I'm doing a lot of work, I'm having to do some investigation, I'm having to do some research kind of here. Are you still getting the chance, do you still have the ability to cut away from that and say, right, I'm just going to sit down, I've got my monopoly, bring it on, give me the car, bush. Broom, broom. Uh, that's a hard. That's a hard. That's a hard questions are coming out now. Uh, I think to, in in some ways I enjoy the hobby less because yeah. of it, and in some ways I feel like I get a lot more out of it because it's not just my hobby now. Because I'm doing it. I mean, it's does. I'm not being paid particularly, but we do have a you know, we do have a a, a pledge or it's going to be a Patreon soon mm. uh but we and we do that but there's there's no real money involved and no. uh because everything goes you know everything we you know we, we try and be quite democratic about the money and stuff but not that the, uh, and again there's no money. and we're not sponsored by anyone because i feel like people have not wanted to sponsor us because you know it's adult content a lot of the time and we've we know we've never no one's ever approached us about sponsorship and stuff and that's was and that really annoyed me for a while and i thought okay i get it we're not it, Days of Wonder don't want to uh, don't want to sponsor a podcast that does a in a round called in my pants. So I get that, but <laughs> um, so I kind of 
I enjoy the social aspects of the hobby, like doing stuff like this, hanging out. I did a thing yeah. earlier today, right, where uh, Mark Street from a board game uh, board game corner, he uh, he does stuff on the Dice Tower as well, and he's doing a he's on a new format, a new a new platform called caffeine which is like twitch basically but it's a different thing it's yeah, called caffeine yeah, and i yeah. just hung out with him for an hour and a half when he's he's building the millennium the millennium falcon right out of lego on on this on caffeine and i hung out with him for an hour and a half on there and stuff and it's completely taken over my life in a way that i was not expecting it to i mean it's completely taken over my life and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing if i'm perfectly honest because so I, I i can hear dan hues in the background of my brain saying that i don't you don't want to be doing that <laughs> I, I i get that I, I do i do understand that but i'm and i keep on trying to get over the hump of getting i want to get a month ahead on everything so i can just not think about it for a little while but that never seems to happen it comes down to actually getting in front of a game with my brother or with some good friends and just playing a game. I don't enjoy that any less for having played, you know, then and that and that's and I know that's always going to be there when I finish doing board game because I don't think board game media is my it's not my long-term plan. I don't think that's a sensible long-term plan really. I think you needed to get here about 5 or 6 years earlier to have that cuz as a long-term I, I I don't know, maybe I'm a bit cynical. And because you, you see some, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I enjoy it less. I, I think I'm conscious of the fact that it's um, taking over my life a little bit, maybe too much, if that makes sense. Uh, no, I think it's difficult to, you have to be strict. You have to be strict about saying no. I think you have to be, you have to be willing to kind of step back a bit and actually say, do you know what, this time it's, I just, you know, I can't. I'd love to. But uh. I can't. And, um, I'm finding that myself because it's very, very easy for me to um, to keep recording. I mean, to be honest, yeah. if there was a financial, if the financial side of things wasn't a concern, I could quite easily do <clears throat> lots more stuff. Mm -hmm. I would do videos. I would do, you know, I'd be doing probably, I try and do special, different, specific kind of podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, but there's two things. There's the kind of the oversaturation with the brand because people take only take too much. But there is also the point where uh, you start spending time on creating the media over actually the reason that you got into the media in the first place, which was because you enjoyed getting involved Massive. in the hobby so much. Yeah, I totally agree with you because I find myself doing... And I keep on trying to get over this hump, right, like I said. And I keep on doing like... And people kind of will say, that's nonsense, that's rubbish, you're lying. But I keep on doing 10, 12-hour days on this kind mm. of stuff, writing and recording and doing all this stuff. It's like, how can you do it? Well, it takes me three or four hours, you know, in a day to get back to... Because I like to reply to everything on... on if I, I like to reply to everyone on, on uh, Twitter and all that. Just social media takes hours of time, right? Mm. And uh, replying to YouTube comments and that kind of stuff. And... Uh, yeah, sometimes I think, and I can't turn it off, right? Because it's there on my phone. My Twitter on my phone isn't isn't my Twitter. It's it's uh, TGIB's Twitter, and yeah. it's there. And if someone says something, I I want to respond, and I want to respond. But yeah, yeah, I think sometimes I need to learn to just to take a day to take some time away from the internet. I think the only way to do it is for me to take time away from the internet 
en masse, right? Completely. Because yeah. once, I, yeah, it's difficult, and you know, it's not my job, but I'm treating it like it is my job, and that's probably not the best thing to do. Do you end up being trapped in a situation where you're kind of people are expecting Matthew Jude, the personality, and not Matthew Jude being Matthew Jude? Do you know what I mean? As in, they're expecting, you know, you know, the tweet. They'd send a message to you, or they tweet at you, and you're like, "Gonna go? Oh, I've got to put this hat on, and you know, I've got to respond. I've got to respond back. You know, where's my moustache? I've got. I can't twiddle it. Oh my goodness! I hope the webcam's not on. Kind of thing. I do, but they're expecting. You know, you're kind of expecting that kind of. Hey, hey, quick, get away! Here we go. I did. Tr- I I did consider toning my kind of like stage persona d- down a little bit so I could be more myself mm. a lot, of, a bit more of the time, because I do have mm. this bit of a stage persona, right, which is. Because my, I mean, my Twitter thing is uh, Matthew Jude missing, presumed dead, and my 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 bio says loved by all, mauled by bears, and <laughs> I just, which I thought was very funny, you know. And I kind of I do kind of keep up this life's terrible kind of kind of persona, right? And I'm actually quite pleasant to be around sometimes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> life's not that bad, but. Yeah, I know, but I I think more than anything, I'm just I'm just very, and I don't want to sound like uh, too cliche, but really, when I think about it, I'm very lucky and blessed to be doing what I'm doing, and I do enjoy doing it, and I'm I'm should be I should be I'm grateful, and I I think I I don't come off that way sometimes, and I I should do really because I am grateful to be doing what I'm doing, although I do work very hard to do what I am doing, but yeah, I, you know, we are we are lucky because some people, you know, they put. They some people put just as much work into it as I do, for instance, and don't get don't get that recognition. That I mean, I think we have been lucky on TGIB. We've we've been it kind of got to a good kind of like stage really quickly, which is good. It's it's the growth has slowed obviously, but we got we got to where we wanted to be very quickly, and that's that's not. I mean, as a lot of people give up because the slog to get there is so takes such a long time i don't know it's yeah. difficult you don't want to no. see people give up on stuff but but then it's... you know then you get moments like see friday yeah last friday and i was mm. a bit i was going to the club oh yeah and and i had a copy of um not the dancing club the dwarf oh, club. i thought you meant vodka vodka on no um... no no no. The, no the dwarf the dwarf club which i go to on fridays that's it and it's the dunfermline warship and role-playing fellowship so it does actually stand for something which is amazing and at the same time uh, i wonder what how long it took for that as retro that it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just exactly it's just amazing so, noble order was... for what gold game is his knob <laughs> you go down over the field um anyway but then i kind of had i think i had vindication in my bag from orange nebula i had a uh, root from leader games in there i had assembly from Ren games um I had what else did I have? And I, I had I had Ravage Dungeon Explorer or something like that, uh-huh. um, by Bearded Brother Games. And I looked down and I went, "I've had every one of them on the show." That's kind of cool, isn't it? It is. I was like, I've actually spoken to every single person that's like been involved in those games in my bag. If I open my cupboard now, I'm kind of I'm struggling to look at games that I haven't. You know, it's had, like, oh yeah. It's like I've got, oh, there's Wasteland Express Delivery Service. Yeah, well, John Gilmore's been on. 
you know. John Gill's been on my show. He's great, isn't he? I know, uh, he's just fantastic. He's such a lovely guy. But it's that kind of thing that you're going to go, this is actually kind of worthwhile because, like, kind of meeting the people. But I know what you mean because sometimes, I don't know, I kind of play that always that I'm not going to do the kind of try to be a personality thing because, first of all, I've not got a personality. And secondly, <laughs> I'm not, I, wouldn't be very, I wouldn't be very good at it. I'd probably get it tripped up. Do you know what I mean? I'd be the type of, per- I'd be the type of person that somebody would come up to me at UK Games Expo and you go, I just, you know, I say the T-shirt, I just really love the show. I just go, oh, fuck off. You know, and then I'd be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, and that would be it. You know, I'd be finished. I'd be gone. You, I, I mean, you, you'd be banned from Twitter, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know, exactly. You know, um, it's that kind of thing. I've got kind of imposter, do you get imposter syndrome as well? You're sitting there going, look at everything I'm doing. Um, why am I doing this? Why is everybody able- why are, why are people allowing me to do this? I'm going to get found out any second and I get, get taken away. This, I don't get. I don't think I ever get. I don't. I've heard. I I have. You know, my brain doesn't work very well most of the time. Uh, mm. for, for in in lots of different ways. But imposter syndrome isn't something I've ever really dealt with. Right. But I do get this thing where even people who I've spoken to and know, when I meet them, I assume they don't know who I am. Like I met. Uh, I saw like because I've met Tom Vassell quite a few times, obviously because yeah. I I know him right, and because I do dice, I segment the dice tower, and I've met him a bunch of times now. But sometimes when I, if I see him, I still th- th- assume he will not remember who I am, even though he sees my <laughs> face every week. I met Rodney Smith uh, at um, from what you played at uh, at Gen Con, and right. and I and we'd spoken a bit online and stuff, but. I didn't want to introduce myself uh, as as someone who does media stuff, right? Uh, and I just wanted to say hello because I'd not I'd not met him before, and I wanted to say hello. I like like it's nice to meet you. But I'd met him yeah. before, but I was so convinced that he would not remember who I was at all, and I didn't think that he needed to or he should remember who I was. But I just assumed he's not going to. He meets loads of people at these things, right? Yeah. So it's funny. I kind of I, I do get the thing where I assume people. I assume. But I think it's a good thing to do, right? I think, especially because there is no celebrity in, in board games. And I think, and I, I, I hate the idea of someone walking into a place and thinking that everybody knows them, right? That drives me nuts. But I just, I just assume people who I've met numerous times will have forgotten who I am. So I guess that, in, if that's imposter syndrome in, in a way, I suppose, then that, I, I do mm. definitely get that feeling. But I don't think, I don't think it is. I think that's just a complete lack of self confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, you know, it's like that. We're, it's like, you know, we went to school together. You know, we're cousins. <laughs> I came to your wedding. That's it. <laughs> I was, at your, I was of... best man at your brother's wedding. No, it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I took your wife to hospital before she gave birth. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I helped you move house. Of... No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. No. We're twins. <laughs> it's like that episode of Father Ted where uh, Dougal meets uh, Sister oh, Sister Marianne or something like that, and uh, she she she's in that she's in the front room of the house and stuff. He says, "You remember, you remember Sister Mary, don't you?" And uh, and he says, "No." So says, you remember you were at the zoo and you you got you got in the ti- you fell in the tiger cage and you kind of yeah. like and the helicopter and they took you out in the hel- and you fell out of the helicopter. It's like you're yeah. wearing that blue sweater. Oh, Sister, <laughs> remember? <laughs> it's brilliant. That's what That's I love. Brilliant. Father That's Ted. I'm a big Father Ted fan. Ted. 
That's like Faulty Towers. They kind of finished it and then they just left it. But I don't think they finished it through choice. No, it wasn't. It, <laughs> they were definitely... Uh, yeah, they definitely... Definitely kind of circumstances. You know, <laughs> yeah. That stopped that show. On the one hand, I'm glad they finished it when they did. But on the other hand, they really had no choice because the, the main... <laughs> yes, obviously. Yeah. Can we... Let's, let's move on. Well, that's that then. <laughs> that's that. That's there's that mood. That's that decision made. First, that's that's that gone. Do we continue? No. Oh my word, Matthew. What's happened? Uh, all I'm gonna say is, Daniel's 3D printer googly eyes. He's stuck. 3D stuck. Googly eyes on his 3D printer. Oh, like it's a monster that makes things through vomit. <laughs> I don't know what he's just, doing. What is just, he doing? People are going to be listening to this and go, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> you have to listen to sporadically bored. It's you the do connection between the two of us. It's, it's like six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, basically. It's everybody's true. going to be everybody's going to be eventually connected to Dan Hughes, which in a funny way they kind of are. You can well, kind everyone of trace is. It all back. Everyone is. I mean, do you know what? As much as I don't like to talk about Dan, I uh, he did. He, <laughs> He really is a big a big reason that I'm in the hobby actually, because I remember listening to him on he did that board game thing on he did a how to start a board game group on the Dice Tower podcast. I listened to that. I thought, oh man, I wish I was around that and stuff. That'd be so good to be able to join something like that around me because there isn't anything like that around me. And then he kind of like said hello to me at uh, Aircon. It was really nice to me, and then invited me to this thing. And really, he was a he's a good guy. He's a good guy for all the. All the negative. The rumours are true, but he is a good guy. Don't worry about it. He's a nice fella. He's got um, he's got good character references anyway. I'll say that for him. It's true. <laughs> it's true, but the fun the fun thing about Dan is that when he's at a convention, he doesn't sleep. I went to Dice Tower Con with him once. Uh, me and him, we stopped in this, what I can only call a murder motel. It was, I mean, it was bad, but it was fine. The door didn't quite close, but it was fine. Just, it's just this weird motel in Florida, but he didn't sleep the whole week. I mean, he looked dead by the end of it. I can he, just imagine he's got a back comb beard and his hair slightly, <laughs> slightly long and just sticking out at the back. His beard had grown like a month's worth of growth, but <laughs> just in a few wow. days. He looked like a ravaged shadow of a man. It's like, where, who are you? What have you done with Dan? Why is Rasputin in the same room? You, you turn the light on and he's like, no, don't turn the light on. <laughs> in the corner. Oh my word. Oh my word. Um, with Christmas coming up. Oh dear. It's not an oh dear kind of question. Go on. What's but is, I mean... Do you have, I mean, I take it you're buying presents for friends and family. Do you have the friend or the relative or someone like that that you'll end up, you know, buying the entry-level game for so you hope they get kind of more involved in the hobby kind of thing? Well, actually, a little bit because my brother's into games, like, because I've got him into games and stuff. We do, we play a lot of games and we play, like, I'm a midweight, heavy Euro kind of guy, and I do play those yeah. games with my brother, and that's good, and he and I've, he enjoys those and stuff. But him and his girlfriend like to play games every now and again, so I bought them. I mean, I've 
bought them basically a very small board game collection. But like he's got he's got Tokenoko and That's nice. um Takedo and San Juan and a few I I think they've got a, a group of ten games. And I'm like, I'm sure they only ever play them when I'm there. It's basically I just like they should just give them back, I think. <laughs> it's but, just extra storage. It's, it, it's just storage. Without the guilt. It is. And uh I've been trying to get my sister has been I'm trying to get her she, she discovered recently that she's kind of enjoys escape game things and escape stuff so i've thought oh i'll buy her an escape room game thing so that's i'm trying to get i mean i don't ever think she's going to be a gamer at all but it's nice to play some games it's because you know what, honestly the biggest thing about games really it's just an excuse to spend quality time with people that's i mean anyone who thinks I mean, I guess for some people it's not, but for me, games are just an excuse to spend quality time with friends and family, right? So if I can anything, I will buy and play the game that will, they will are willing to buy, you know, a lot of the time. But yeah, I've been trying to, I'm trying to get my sister into some escape games because she really seemed to enjoy that kind of stuff. So, and there's so many to choose from. I might get a, I'm thinking about getting a Chronicles of Crime, that kind oh, of. Oh yeah, Cause yeah, I, yeah. Because that's technology as well and that that kind of will interest her i think it's cool yeah i think it's one of these things though you got to be aware that if you get somebody involved in the hobby that doesn't mean that everything is now available you mm-hmm. know? i've seen people that are kind of like i kind of like you know i kind of like my i like a little bit of worker placement so give me a bit of viticulture and it's like oh but uh, would you like a little bit of terraforming mars no i don't goodbye kind of thing and there's that kind of thing as well i know that um my brother um he'll play games with his son but trying to introduce him to anything a little bit heavier he's not i'm not i've just not got there i've not bridged it i'm kind of slowly making my way through by kind of letting him small world and um and i got him i got his boy king domino as well which they really really like and i'm thinking i can slowly introduce more and more games but sometimes folks just reach the limit and just say look i don't have five hours to play this just you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) the the roast's going to be burnt kind of thing i do i totally i totally agree with you that because you when you've got passionate about a hobby right it's it's basically an obsession let's face it and you know i and you kind of come into it and you, you're as much as you kind of think that your reasons are true and honest and valid they're not i just want someone to play you know trajan with you know yeah <laughs> enjoy this so you i can play the games i want to play with you but i think that's i think that's so off-putting for a lot of people you know people who are introduced to the hobby and they're not they're shown one game and then someone's gone, oh, I can play all the games I want to play with that person. I think you really have to go... F- if you're the one that's into it and you're trying to introduce... It's like if you're going to go rock climbing with someone, you wouldn't say, yeah. oh, you're interested in rock climbing, all right. So, I'll, so we'll do this little thing today. You enjoyed it. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll meet you at the murder horn. <laughs> that's what I want to climb. It's like, no, they're not quite ready for that yet. And maybe they'll get into it and stuff. But you cut your it's last, interesting, though, because some people... You cut your will and testament. <laughs> <laughs> but some people did you not bring your will uh but for some people uh, no. i you do but some people you you bring into the hobby and you you you, you kind of like you, you bring them into the hobby a little bit and then you, you hang out with them again in six months and you look at the, what they've got and you go oh wow you're into this aren't you you've kind of gone whole hog mm-hmm. and that's great as well but i'm I always kind of really believe there's a board game for everyone right and i do think there's a game that everyone will enjoy it's like people who it's like people who say they don't like anime, okay? 
Now, this is a thought of mine. I don't know how your opinion, what your opinion of anime is, right? Uh, but there's an because because it's got it's exactly the same as that with board games, right? Because there's a negative connotation to the people that enjoy it. Like with board games, it's geeks, and with anime, it's pervs. But mm. <laughs> but. It's like you don't, and and that an element of that can be true yeah. for sure, but I just I mean like I just watched a show called Arjin, right? Which is and it's like it's basically an adventure horror thing. There's nothing salacious. There's nothing salacious about the whole thing, but and it's like there's a, there's an anime that anyone would enjoy. I and I totally believe that. And it's the same thing with board games. There's a board game for everyone, but. You know, I like to try and get my mom to play some games sometimes and stuff because I think it's good for your brain and I think it's good just to spend time with people and stuff. But my mom's not going to play. She's not going to play Scythe. She, no. You know, she's not... And there's no interest in isn't winning. But she she might play Ganshon Clever. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. You know, that's that's all I could ever ask for, really. And because it's not the actual... And because it's not the game that you play. It's just the... Spending time with someone, and it's it's a good thing to do. Don't play just one though. Have you heard of just one, the party game that's just come out? No. Garbage, garbage. It's absolutely really? garbage. I hate. Oh, I hated it. Everyone I played it with enjoyed it, but I hated it. Dan like Hughes enjoyed main, it. It's like the mind. I've heard people go, the mind is incredible. The... You have to experience <sighs> being able to guess numbers in order, and I'm just looking at that and going. I could, be ca- I could be catching up with Supergirl on the TV. <laughs> the problem with the mind, right, is that I've just now you've just said this to me. All the reasons I don't like just one, I completely ignore when I play the mind, which I do enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm like the worst. I'm things. the worst of the hypocrites. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. It's kind of like viticulture. That's terrible. Do, do you want to play Scythe instead? <laughs> It's it's just so funny how how subjective these games are all the time, and you just and it's yeah. weird as well when you kind of bring someone and like if you're into I've got you know when you've got friends that are just into the hobby as you, but their tastes are just slightly different, and you go, oh man, I wish you didn't like a game with all these minis in and just wanted to play this game that I've got with all these cubes. I promise you, it's good. We're both into the same hobby, but you hate everything I like. I know. It's I weird. Know it's like, I know, but it's then it's the gatekeeping thing as well, because I think if there's nothing worse than... And you do see it, but you see it in every hobby. Is somebody yeah. going, oh, look, here's my shelfie. And somebody going, look at the state of that. Can I yeah, exactly. that for you? You're not, call yourself a gamer. And it's like, eh? Why are you do why are you doing that? This person yeah. likes this game. Why are you That's... why are you stopping why are you stopping them? Why, what, I you find like that what vile. you like, you know. I re- yeah, I really find that vile when it's like you look at someone and they go, Oh, well, you've got you know, there's Boulder Dash and a few like there's a copy of Risk Legacy on there or something. You exactly. go, Oh, it's, it's like well any game that someone enjoys if your favourite game is if your favourite game is Scrabble, then Go for it, honestly. Go, absolutely, go for it. I have games I would love to suggest to you, but I just think, uh, who are you? To, I mean, I just don't know who people think they are sometimes when they want to get. It's like when they want to shame other people in the hobby. It's like, well, I only have played yeah. eighteen XX games, or I only play these exactly. games. And so it's like, well, good, good for you. I'm glad you're yeah. enjoying those games, but they're not what I want to play. And my exactly. shelf, my shelf, right? I've I don't own that many games, really. Uh, and I'm very conscious that I try and keep all my games on one little bookshelf. I don't really want thousands of games because I don't play the games I've got. Uh, I've got seven Steffenfeld games. 
And a lot of people may feel that that is maybe too many Steppenfeld games. That's just a, yeah. And I appreciate that, but they're the games that I like, and if and I, I just, I just think if you're enjoying the game, then that's that's all the that's the that's the thing with you kind of see some yeah exactly what you just said about the mind really it's just like you see some people playing the game you go i don't get it but they sure do like that game they love that game and it's like i don't i don't get it but i'm not going to turn around and say don't play it the only game that i um famously have always ranted about is terraforming mars which i did i've done on a number of occasions in public at tabletop (laughs) scotland i had a beautiful rant about table terraforming, it's become almost like my joke is to go on and say terraforming Mars, eh? Eh? I I hate Small World. I hate. I it. I tried it and kind of like I tried it with the kids, and it was one of these things where I kind of went, "Kids, what are we going to do? Let's play a board game, okay? What are we going to do? Well, we've got Mice and Mystics. Oh, we could play that, but um, we got I got given this for Christmas so we could play Small World, and we're playing through it, and it's the kind of thing when you're watching. A film that everybody knows is okay. Yeah. But nobody's going to turn around to each other and say, shall we go and put something else on? Uh-huh. Because we kind of like got through those and then we kind of like got through it and went, is that it? Well, I'm just that's moving exactly, that here. Yeah, it's, that's how I feel about Small World. I, I, but I, I, I physically hate that game, right? I really dislike it. But there's my, I've got a friend that likes it. So I will play it with them because they like it, and that's perfectly mm. fine with me. I don't; it doesn't make me recoil. <laughs> it's just a game, right? And it's just. Have you tried Underwater Cities, by the way? Just as a quick side note about board games, do you actually have you tried no. that? Yet? No, it's, I have not. A lot of people have said it's a bit like Terraforming Mars, but different. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe it might change your mind on it. I, I think the only thing that happened with me in Terraforming Mars was the way that we played the drafting mechanic. And it just, as I say, I mentioned that on you know other places and it just put me off. Did you? I was just sitting, and your first time I, playing it? Yeah, I just that's, had a really set of bad hands of cards and I just went, well, that's me. Well, I'll I, just sit I'll just I, sit here. Guess I'll die. You know, exactly. Kind of that's terrible. I played uh, seasons like that. First time I ever played Seasons. Actually, I don't know if, I, that, if that's how we did it, but I can t- maybe. First time I played Seasons was with Luke Hector, right, at um, Aircon. And I hated it, but I just didn't get it. And now I love it because I kind of... I And it was my fault for just not getting the point of the game. I was like, it's all about transmuting these things into getting the, the gems and stuff, right? And it's not about that yeah. at all. It's about crazy card combos. That's the whole point of the game. It's about doing ridiculous combos. I didn't get it, but sometimes... And, but if you were to draft that game... Because you can draft the cards. I played with my brother like that, and I was like, we draft the cards and stuff. And I was like, actually, do you know what? There's starter hands that you can also do. Let's do those because that's how the game's designed for people. Yeah, I can totally see how you had a bad experience for Terraforming Mars because you can just be, oh, okay, well, I haven't won this, but I'll see you in three hours where I can declare that officially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can see, I don't know, that was the only thing I kind of felt that. Um... Once I was into it, I kind of I can't I can't go now, I can't now sit and just do my turn for the sake of it kind of thing. I know I'm so far behind. I know I'm not going to get those rewards. I know I'm going to be third. 
that was the funniest thing about it. I wasn't like last place. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just knew it was funny. But it doesn't matter. Because, you know, as I say, I can put that to one side. I don't have it. I don't own a copy. It's fine. I've got uh-huh. other games. I've got Vindication sitting there, which I love. I love playing Rue at the moment. I really like Ravage Dungeons of Plunder. I really like playing that. I played Wasteland Express Delivery Service, and that was that was a good time. There's so many games out there that are kind of good times. I mean, is there, a game, is there any games that you are? I mean, you know, if... You know, if Santa's real, yeah, and we know he's real. He, well, yes. If he's, we listen, he's, if he's listening, you mean? If he's listening, yeah. <laughs> and if if he gave you that magical list and says, "Okay, put down, put down," you know, three games. You can have any three games you want. It doesn't have to be new. Doesn't have to be bright. Doesn't have to be shiny. Could be old. I mean, is there any kind of three games that you'd really want to get your hands on? Uh, yeah, big time. Quite a few, let me see. I've got a list somewhere. Let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a massive fan of lists. I, at the moment, okay. At the moment, I would very much like to get my hands on a copy of A Pleasant Journey to Neko, which is this. All right. Yeah, which is this. It just looks pleasant. It's a euro, and it's bit, it's a bit Japanese. So I mean, count me in. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's I would look Ginkopolis. Is like yes. the, a game I'm desperate to try and get my hands on. It's never going to happen. Super out of print. I don't want to. I might. I'm probably. Well, the thing is, though, every time I've done this, I have bought a game that's been out of print. They've reprinted it. I remember buying uh, Frenzy, which I ended up hating, but I did mock up. All, I bought this copy. I mocked up all the cards, and just as my yeah. was just mine was in the mail as they announced as Queen of Games announced they were reprinting it, which just uh, anyway. Uh, but uh, Kingopolis, uh, a pleasant journey to Neko which is completely doable because it's coming out. And um, what's it called? I, I've owned Glory to Rome in the past. Really? Uh, I owned the Black Box edition, but I then... Really? I, yeah, I got I got it for like a really ridiculous... I think I bought it for 40 quid, mm. which is ridiculous. That is and ridiculous. Then, and then I thought, oh, I don't play this very often and I wouldn't mind just selling this for the money. I don't know if I regret that now. I probably do. But it's a it is a great game. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a copy of uh, Glory to Rome again. I, I wouldn't mind. I think there's games that I keep from memories over actually playability now or playing. I think mm-hmm. there's games that have a certain amount of nostalgia. Like I wouldn't get I wouldn't get rid of Mice and Mystics. I wouldn't get rid of Pandemic because it's one of the first games I played with the kids. The same with Mice and Mystics. I wouldn't get rid of that. That's um, definitely a thing. There's a, there's a different. Yeah. There's a different. There's different um, currencies of, of value, aren't there, that you can put on games and uh, nostalgia and um, what's the word? Uh, oh, what's that word? Sentimentality. Sentimental value. That's the word. Yes. Uh, of of some games, you kind of go. Well, I'm not gonna get. I've got a really beat up copy of Seven Wonders Duel, and I could just go out and buy a new copy of Seven Wonders Duel because it's about fifteen quid or something. But I don't want to because that beat up copy was gifted to me by someone, and I've played it a lot of times. And I'm gonna keep that copy. I probably could just replace it, but I'm not going to. No, exactly. Uh, and there's a few exactly. games like that. I've got a uh, like. I've got. Um, what else have I got that's like that? Not Ispahan. I've got a copy of a game called Amethyst, which is an old, like a it's older story game, which is just a wonderful, wonderful game. And that was gifted to me, and I wouldn't wouldn't sell it. Not that it's, it's only worth about six pounds, but I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't sell it because it's it's important to me now, and even though I don't play that that often. But uh, 
It's funny that this kind of, you do get you do grow very attached to these inanimate objects sometimes. And I'm very much a one in one out kind of guy. Get buy them if I don't like mm. it, I'll sell it. I'm I'm quite I'll there's I'm quick to call games, really really quick to call games. But the I don't think I've got that many games at the moment that I'd really be happy to give up on at all. It's weird. I'm quite I'm quite terrible for being maybe too lazy to sell them and sometimes just take a couple and put them in a charity shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, then about three weeks later, you see somebody going, look what I found. And I'm just like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you know, well, because it'll end up on that on uh, on Facebook, on Board Game Trading and Chat. Someone will say, I was exactly. in this charity shop. I just, exactly. you'll, you'll never guess. I just found a copy of Scythe and stuff. And it's like, I'm just keeping that's... the dream alive, Matt. I'm yes. just keeping the dream alive, Matthew. I just want these people. I, I want people to continue to go because charity shops are important for charity reasons. And I just occasionally want to just put... I just like... Per... I'm just kind of perpetuating this You're myth. seeding these charity shops with, with the... games that people just... will know the name of. Just, you know, just occasional random stuff. I'll just go and stick one in. There you go. <laughs> you I, Because uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of charity big. I'm a massive fan of going to charity shops and looking for board games. I, I, I'm addicted to it. I love it. I found my only two things I've ever found were I found a copy of Twilight Struggle, which was brand new in shrink. Wow. I got it for two pounds fifty. Wow. And I and I got a copy of Pitch Car for three pounds. <gasps> no way. Which was it a, didn't. Oh wow. It was a great find. But other than that, I've I mean, and I I think you have to go into a hundred charity shops to find one game of that's that's half worth buying i, I think really... i got i think i found dungeon lords and also there was an expansion to um super dungeon explorer as well one of the expansions just an expansion oh just because, saying that. well someone just will have bought there. the expansion thinking it's a yeah. full game and then gone yeah. stop this and then just dumped it just and dumped I, just it. Went, I just went in and it was like three quid you are right about selling games, though. I, I just, because I'm doing these reviews and I'm buying the games in, then selling them on, and uh, it's, 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 I've, and I did a whole thing recently and I sold a bunch of uh, games I bought for review and I thought, oh, this actually is a lot of work. <laughs> I've been, this is taking me all evening. <laughs> Do you know so, what's the killer? Do you know what the killer is? It's the shipping price. Because yeah. Because you got it, a ship. You mm-hmm. got a ship and you go and ship it through the normal, and I know people say, oh, well, don't use, don't use certain companies, and I completely respect that because if I'm sending something to somebody, I get really precious about that, and I want to make sure that when they open it up, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Christmas Day. So I'll go all out and spend, you know, be like a tenner on Parcel Force or something like that because I make sure it's all wrapped up well. And then I go and you go and list it, and you say, okay, well it's it's going to be thirty five quid, but it's a tenner for shipping. And folk are like, oh, you're having a laugh, a tenner for shipping. It's like I'm not Amazon, mate. I'm not shipping out of a warehouse for you. It's not free mm. shipping. Yeah, exactly. You know, I because I've been doing this thing where I've been charging uh, an extra two, just two quid for shipping, and ah. I, and it's like you kind of I don't know. I, I I because the second you post something and it's not it's not in the accepted format on on the on Facebook, for instance, there's a few Facebook groups for for this kind of stuff, right? People will just eviscerate you on there. I don't know. I, like, I accidentally uh, said. I said once, I'd prefer PayPal friends and family if that's possible. And honest to God, it started, started like, uh, I think about a 60, 70 comment thread. 
and this, I was like, okay, I'm just trying to sell some games. I'm going to delete this now because this has turned into a political argument for some some reason. I was like, this has got massively out of hand. <laughs> but I was just, I'm just trying to sell some games. I was just trying to say them. It's like, oh, well, this is the sum. This is how much money you're. I'm like, okay, I'm oh, sorry, guys. I, I mean, I don't do this all, all day, every day. I do apologize. I was just just saying. I mean, I know. But the thing is, I then the local. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say the thing is, but I know I'm not trying to rip anyone off. But they don't know that. I'm. They don't know who I am. So you know, I I do understand that. But it, it it's a it's a bit of a nightmare. I'm going to wait till Aircon this year, and uh, I'm going to take a massive bunch of games there. I think and just sell them there because it's easier. I think I might go to Aircon as well. You should go. It's excellent. It's absolutely I am, fantastic. Well, it's Har- it's Harrogate, isn't it? Harrogate, so, yeah. It's that Harrogate so Convention Centre. It's only believe. about three and a half hours. I'm actually speaking to Mark next year. Well, it's probably about the same distance for you that it is for me. About three hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Probably, yeah, probably a bit that. further for you. But yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. It's absolutely, it's the best convention in Britain. I would say. For me, I think so. I've not been to all of them. But I think mm. it's not. It's better than UK Games Expo, put it that way. <laughs> the only thing that scares me about UK Games Expo is that I won't be able to get away from the UK Games Expo. I'd and... Say- you know, it's, as in the case of not be able to kind of like, not a case of get, but I won't be able to say, right, I need five minutes to myself here mm-hmm. and have a little bit of quiet time. And, you know. It's easier at UK Games Expo. I, I went to Gen Con this year, right? Because uh, I was in America already, so I went to Gen Con. And you think, I'll oh, just leave the convention centre and just go outside and get, because I am very much in that same camp as you. I like to have some, just, I need. 20 minutes now on my own please i just need to recharge yeah. and have a drink of something sit down and try and just sit on the floor in the corner away from everyone and just recharge because i find it very very draining to to just to be around people really i don't not talking to people it's, it's like it's, it takes a lot for me it takes a lot of energy to do that and uh you know but you go out you go outside of gen con right and it's it's busier outside the convention center than it is inside the convention center because there's 60,000 people there and only about 10,000 of those people are in the convention center at any one time or 20,000. Everyone else is milling around and you kind of go outside and try and get a breath of fresh air and you go, oh my God, this city is too small for this convention. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. (laughs) Every shop is rammed in the whole city. Every street is full of people with uh, board game t-shirts. It's absolutely insane. There's no, the only escape is hotel rooms. And I was not, I was stopping at Mike Delicio's house. Ah, uh, so uh, Mike, good. that silver-haired devil who's been teasing me and taunting me with his game collection. I was at his house, right, and I was stopping there with uh, another friend, and because uh, he he was uh, he's in, he was in between houses, so I was at his place he is now, and he was stopping with his family at his at his old house. And me and this me and my friend were stopping at his new house, and we just said, you know what, we could go to Gen Con today again, or we could just stay here because there's a whole board game library right I know. now. I, I know. So we could play any of these. He's a sucker. He's a cult of the new. He can't help himself. I, kept I just on, saw. Every time something comes out, every time something new comes out for Scythe, I message him and say, "Guess you're buying this, aren't you? Because you're all in. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get this legendary exactly. box." He said, "Yeah, it's on pre-order." Do you not know, <laughs> ever? Do you not know, ever tease him and kind of make up kind of <laughs> expansions? Get some of that kind of like that stalker and just get the font and just make up stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's a good idea, actually. Have you got? 
Have you got the sea the sea rising of Clackmannanshire? You're like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? And I might like message him later up. actually and say, can you believe they're coming out with two new factions for side? <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Oh, you should just get that. Dan to 3D print. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Get him a 3D print one. Just get him to 3D print like a random model from somewhere. Brilliant. And just go, have you seen this? <gasps> That'd be so brilliant. That would be absolutely. I'm this has it. to happen now. Because this podcast idea. isn't going to be out for like a week anyway, so we could do it in the meantime. We've got ages to do it. That's a great, that's a great idea. That, well, when those that, those when I saw that those metal minis were coming out, the metal mechs, yeah, for Scythe, the first person I meant I messaged was <laughs> was Mike Delicia. I said, "Are you buying these?" And he went, "Well, I don't know." I said, "All right, whatever you want to whatever you want to tell yourself." <laughs> exactly. You should admit it first, and Just that's the way to recover. Admit you've got a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, I have to draw this to a close, I believe, because we've done a quick buzzer round, and uh, <laughs> I was I didn't want to bring it back to a quiz, you know. We've actually spectacularly managed to probably keep 75% of this completely board game free, which is about my bat on average, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> You know, I get this all the time. It happens all the time. Should we I talk about so. your kick? Should we talk about your Kickstarter? Oh <laughs> yes, 40, I'm doing a Kickstarter. <laughs> forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes in. That's what always happens. Yeah, I it just think happens. that's for the best. I honestly think that's for the best. I'm, you know, no one really cares about this game's broken or anything like that. It's just, I mean, whatever. Just let's talk. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good fun show. It's a, it's, it's enjoyable. Right. It's educational. The whole. Um, I remember laughing my ass off at the barcode rounds because part and I found it extra funny because part of my job is actually teaching people about barcodes so there was extra I was like oh a couple of end jokes going on here then <laughs> eh? are they doing UPCs or EANs I can't wait to find out hey. do you know what I mean oh it's but all they, getting quite interesting. Are they going for the twelves or the thirteen digits kind of thing? That's you it. Know? Those rounds have been the most divisive. When sometimes we did we did one round where uh, Dan did one round once where he rolled the dice. We had to guess what he'd rolled, and it was just we found it hilarious. So I mean, some people are like, <laughs> there's a there's a divide between British and American humour that yeah. sometimes showed up in those kind of things, and that is, but it's fine. It's fun though. It is. It's very very good. Um, thank you very very much for coming on. This Thank you been, for having me. That's fantastic. This has been a lot. This has been a lot of fun. If people want to find out where you exist on the internet, net, internet, the internet. Oh my <laughs> goodness, the internet webs. Where do you exist on the internet webs, Matthew? If you want to find me on the internet, I advise you seek help from a local mental health specialist. Uh, no, I would suggest. Go to This Game Is Broken on... Just type This Game Is Broken into YouTube. We're there. Or This Game Is Broken on Twitter. Or you can e- email us if you want at uh, thisgameisbrokenpodcast at gmail.com if you need to gain contact me desperately about something. <laughs> Send me something for free. No, Remember, uh... the best time to contact Matthew is half past three in the morning because he always responds. I do, no actually. Yeah. It uh... is kind of like that gaping paranoia. It's true. Uh, the best time to get me, I'm 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 almost completely nocturnal uh, for some reason. And the best time to get me is for three o'clock in the morning, my time. Greenwich Mean Time, three a.m. I'm there. I'm, I'm <laughs> I am awake. <laughs> I am ready, and I am 
I am. I'll tell you what, though. I am powerful. Eleven to midday is not the best time to go to me at all. Never, no, not at all. Not at all. Not Imagine at all. I'm on uh, mountain time, I think is the best way. I'm on like LA time-ish all the time. Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm on. I'm on LA time, man. <laughs> I'm on LA, LA time. Just in case what? I get that phone call. <laughs> How'd you get to Tesco's then? Did you just walk in and go... <laughs> Open the doors. I'm on LA time. I'm on I LA demand time. to be let. I've got to pick up. I've got to pick up some. Uh, I've got to pick up some Mountain Dew. I need some hummus. <laughs> need some hummus. Oh my hummus! Do you not know who I am? I've got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's about board games, and then somebody go, "What Monopoly?" <laughs> Yes, just like that. Now let me just in. Like, just like that. Don't you know who I am? <sighs> no. No. Actually, I'll, 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 just quickly, I'll just quickly say, I was, at, I was at New York Airport. Right, not New York Airport, it doesn't exist. I was at uh, LaGuardia, I think, uh, one of New York's airports. And someone came up to me at the airport and said, oh, I love your segment on board game breakfast or, or yeah. they said i like your podcast right can't remember can't remember which i was that taken aback i've no idea what they said and i was like huh that someone's known knows who i am in the wild and i just i realized two one second after the most audacious thought that i allowed to run through my head and realized we'd all just got off a plane from gen con and i was like it's someone who's been to <laughs> <laughs> it's not just anybody i've just been on a plane with a bunch of board gamers uh, uh, i was like how how dare i be so up my own ass that i could think that that's possible and i, I soon but then you know and I was, I was at um i was at a board game calf uh with uh with uh gil hover right to from formal ferret games who's a fantastic yeah. person and yeah. uh the person behind the bar at the board game calf listened to this game is broken i was like that's fine no one else in New York is going to know what, who we are. But in this yeah. board game cafe, there's a chance that once a day, someone may have heard about us on Twitter. That's all I need. That's all that's I need. So weird. Real, all weird. real fame would destroy... I, like I said, I would be a baddie. Real fame would destroy me instantly. Exactly. exactly. I would be a terrible person. The only time I've ever been followed around somewhere is around the super drug when people think I'm a shoplifter and I'm after the toothpaste. I am paranoid that people think I'm a shoplifter. And that's definitely I just something. Look like a, I just look like I stole everything. I look, like I, I look like I can't afford things. That's how I look. <laughs> I, mean, I wear a hoodie a lot. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I look like I've either, I've either stolen it or I've eaten it. Yeah. One of the two. I look one, like I'm eating an Easter egg on the way around. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of like, yeah, one of those folk that, that's kind of gone to the Tesco fruit section and nicked one of the satsumas from the <laughs> here's some fruit for your kids section. You know, just going, just going, I'm going, what are you doing? I'm nine. <laughs> I'm only a wee lad. C. Exactly, I'm a sailor. Thank, <laughs> thank you for having Gerusi me on. Of course, Scurvy. I was going to say, thank you so much for having me on, though. I was, uh, I was very, I just want one day to be invited on something before Dan Hughes gets on it. That's all I need. And it's not happened yet, but it will do one day. One day, one day it will happen. Um, if you if you want to keep an eye out for when that day might be, Same. then just you can uh, follow us on Twitter. We're not wizards. You can follow us on our website, which is we're not You can follow us on Facebook at we're not wizards, and you can follow us on YouTube if you go we're not wizards tabletop podcast. We're on various different podcast catchers. 
like Podknife and Acast and Stitcher and Speaker and Spotify and all these other places that you can get your podcasts on. If they've got an ability for you to like give us a little rating, then do that. If you like us really, really, really like lots and lots, there's a couple of things you can do. The first thing is tell somebody else because it's nice to get, you know... If, it's the best way if to grow like, a show. It's the best way to show you your support. If you, even if you don't like them, just go <laughs> just, and listen to that. I don't, we grateful. don't care if you, we don't care if you listen, right? Just download. No, just we just download, want the numbers. Just download. Just the numbers in it. Download. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts and you can drop a subscription. That's even nicer. Or give us a rating or a review. If you are going to be giving us a rating or a review, don't give us ten stars because it makes me big headed. I don't need it. Don't give us one because it make me cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five, because it's average. And we're just a little bit average. <laughs> but the person who's not been average is rather wonderful. They're rather fantastic. He might be slightly broken, but we love him dearly. It is the one and only Mr. Matthew Jude. Thank you very much for coming on, sir. Thank you so much for having me. And there's only two more things to do. The first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards. Are we no. wizards, Matthew? Hell no. Absolutely not. And this, and the second thing is to say goodbye. So as I say, it's a goodbye from the rather wonderful, rather fantastic Matthew. Say goodbye, Matthew. Bye. And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe, rollsixes.com. Um, yeah, you know, check out this game is broken because it's fun and there's a lot of work that goes into it. You that's, know? that's so, true. <laughs> so, so not only listen, but be grateful. <laughs> but, until the, but until the next time God, that's a bit scornful isn't it sorry we love you really you, you know. until the next time goodbye bye a wizard is never late He arrives precisely when he means to.